Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. South Shaolin. Classified elements. We here now. To all you fruit loop. Color candy, white, peanut butter and jelly, coon ass niggas, you best duck and rough for cover. Yeah, 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 yo, into the temple gates, cross the fiery lakes, for witness to torture souls, and plant upon burning stakes, ascend the cherubim, raising hell to reach heaven gates, fire bomb and cathedrals when I switch my car to stay, regard to animal, from animal back to to storing these truths like WD for rod to raise a nation that's indispensable, indivisible, based on principle related to digital outputs to outlooks, temperatures rise in as the sun of righteousness gives spiritual guidance in the lion's den. The phoenix arrives in, spitting balls for walls through the belt of Orion with the eye to Hootie. These faggot devils can't fool me. The phallus gave porn and digesting the pig's booty. The sin is the wickedness, lost in the wilderness. We're never at here. To just go ahead and slit your wrist The black card is this What devils try to exit Living their planet crisis Until destroyed by ISIS In the pit of demons I'm ancient Kim and dreaming Converting satanic hordes With the beta semen Sword swinging Decapitator Parable addicted Crystal warm mystic Keeping glow with drinks When I'm lifted I'm Melchizedek Moving through 50 states Only trespassists With the gods I relate Mental alchemists Watch love conquer hate I am in a golden race Above my head had to figure eight. I'm El Chesedick, moving through 50 states. Early trismagists with the gods I relate. Mental alchemists watch love conquer hate. I am in a golden razor, above my head's a figure eight. In a devil's head, severed on a dinner plate. Before the throne of God, all devils will meet the fate. Below the mason dick, surrounds the future great. Imperial, ferial, sound the trumpets through the stereo. Murders with mics, that's why I scratch off the cereal. Reverse creation, send you back to some minerals. South Shaolin, double MC is the abbot. More risk be the nation. Blackman's land, we gotta have it. Restore the throne. I'd rather kick the savage When disaster strikes, actual facts he can't manage A fool's on deck, sink ships like Titanic Spread a fear across the land, causing a justified panic Amongst the brain-dead zombies, grabbing the spits of bandits While these wicked overseas collect residuals in their hammock Corporate folks forever remain rancid Poisoning to the mind, inflicted subconscious damage I'm Melchizedek, moving through 50 states Only transmitters, what their gods I relate Mental alchemists, watch love conquer hate I am in a golden race above my head to figure eight I'm Melchizedek, moving through 50 states Hermie transmitters, with their gods I relate Mental alchemists, watch love conquer hate I am in a golden race above my head to figure eight Return of the Ancient One, the Moorish Naga, the Dragon Rider, or breathing fire, generator, operator, destroyer, a self-lord and master, instructor, a Kama Sutra, practicing Tantra, 
a Kriya Yoga, a Kutalini, the Resurrector, Shishuna, the Ida, Pingala, awaken the seven chakra to come to Avatar, Muhammad the Conqueror, putting swords for your juggler, send you to the ether, the water, air, fire, bender, the earth ruler, I shit in the new era, in the saga, I spirit terror, every sound of horror, reflection crack mirrors, minds made feeble, dreams crumble, the curse tremble, Thieves in the temple, raise the mental, beyond the four devils, you whack motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying, all you goddamn cool niggas out there, you know what I'm saying, yo son put that fucking rope around them goddamn throats, you know what I'm saying, cause you didn't, you didn't all this goddamn hip hop, that's why hip hop dead motherfuckers. All right, all right. This is First World Radio, and we're going to get into a deep discussion tonight. All right, don't let the room fill up on that end. On the Google Hangout, we're going to let the room fill up also on Blog Talk Radio. So we're going to go into life origins, UFOs, aliens, and multi-dimensions. Once again, life origins, UFOs, aliens, and multi-dimensions. We got to get it. We got to get it. All right? Um, For those that want to hear me discuss a topic... And I'm building on some information. Um, you know what you can do. You can, you can actually go to the website. And once you go to the website, you can hit me up um, at 910-364-9099 or either at the email address royalhouse777 at gmail.com. All right, hit us up. Hit us up. You know what's going on. All right, so get into... Um, tonight's discussion, uh, let me bring on let me bring on my co-host, but also let me bring on the presentation. All right, um. Let me go to the lines here. All right. You probably gonna have to call Brother Fahim. He's not on here right now. But um we plan on getting him on here. All right, but um let's get into tonight's discussion because we got a lot to go over in a short time. All right. So um let's look at this here. Pull up the slide. Bam. Hopefully you can see it. All right. All right. You can go to our website, www.drlemelbay.com. That's www.drlemelbay.com. D-R-A-L-I-M-E-L-B-E-Y.com. And go to the section Healing Wings Institute. And you can actually see our online courses ranging from Qigong, Tai Chi, Reiki, Pranic Healing, reflexology, acupressure, tantra kriya yoga, which is kundalini yoga, um, herbology, herbalism, iridology, 
and much, much more. All certifications, if you want to take it for a month, is $1,000, all right, is the fast track. All right, we also got the extended classes to three months, all right? You can also add in the spiritual life coach training, all right? Um, but you can go to the website, www.drlemelbay.com, and see the smorgasbord of information that we have there that you can, um, classes that you can take in which that will um, help you in this life, all right? It's September 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. We have our Healing Wings Institute event, all right, in which that um, we also are doing personal as well as also couple retreats. So you can come personally if you want training in any of these energy modalities or come as a couple and receive the energy modality training. And you can get certified in Qigong, Tai Chi, Reiki, Reflexology, Tantra Kriya Yoga, Herbology, uh, Herbalism, Iridology. But this September 21st, 22nd, and 23rd, we have our healing retreat, alternative healing, holistic healing, and wellness retreat. All right, three days of the most enlightening practical knowledge and application. All right, we will be dealing with equitable information. In fact, the most enlightening information on the planet. All right, you can see that from just the from the videos in which that you've been watching. And if you haven't subscribed to the channel, please go and do so. All right, it is necessary. All right? Also, if you can, super chat. You know, chit-chat. Why you super chat? Super chat and chit-chat. Whichever way you want to do it. All right? Also, we have our ancestral teas, where health is herbally yours. All right? We have our herbal section, because we are master herbalists. My wife and I are natural health consultants. We have our um, diplomas, degrees in that, certifications as natural health consultants. And therefore, if you need any um, information, you can hit us up for a consultation at 910-364-9099 um, daily. All right? We normally... Um, our business hours are normally 11 to 7, 11 to 7, because by 8 o'clock, we end up doing these classes. But if you can't get us on the first ring, we'll call you back or try again. All right? So um, check out our ancestral herbs as well as our ancestral teas, where health is herbally yours. Now, let's get into the information. All right, get the book. Human Devolution, Vedic um, Alternative to Darwin's Theory, right? You need an alternative to Darwin's Theory. Charles Darwin told you that you came from monkeys or that you had a, um, now, now you don't come from monkeys, but now we have the same primate ancestor, 
But get the book, Michael A. Cremo, who wrote the book, Forbidden Archaeology, as well as also Hidden History of the Human Race, co-author with Richard L. Thompson. Go to chapter 11, outline the concept of human devolution, and he states, we do not evolve, we do not evolve up from matter. Rather, we devolved or came down from the level of pure consciousness. Hey, see, this is the reason why science is so twisted. Because this premise is something of which that they don't deal with. Now it is beginning to start seeing inklings of it within quantum physics. You do see some inklings. However, on the whole, they do not deal with the fact that we come from above, coming down from pure consciousness, infinite consciousness, which I've told everybody this the same, the same thing. You have infinite consciousness. From infinite consciousness, you have magnetic consciousness. From magnetic consciousness, you have super consciousness. From super consciousness, you have subconsciousness. From subconsciousness, you have life consciousness. From life consciousness, you have intrapersonal consciousness. And from intrapersonal consciousness, you have interpersonal consciousness. These are the seven states of consciousness coming from the level of pure consciousness called infinite consciousness. All right? So we understand that all is the mind. You can get the book, all right, Kabbalion, The Three Initiates. You can get Science, Sacred Science by John Bain. You can also get the book Ancient Future by Wayne Chandler. But the all is mind. The universe's mental thoughts leads to the manifestation of things and events. Thoughts create our state of existence and the quality of our experience here on earth. Therefore, be responsible for everything you create by being responsible for everything you think. Because everything is energy. And that's all there is to it. Match the energy of the reality you want. And you cannot help but get the reality. All right? Get that reality. It can be no other way. This is not philosophy. This is physics. All right? All right? Daryl Anchor. And we understand that. All right? Only Blacks Muhammad told us, long before there was ever a Caucasian or white race on the face of the earth, you and I and our fathers were. Not just thousands of years, not just hundreds of thousands of years, not just millions of years, not just billions of years, but trillions of years ago, according to the word Almighty God Allah, to me, that we and our fathers were here. There is no birth record, meaning there is no beginning record of the black people. They have been here forever, and forever they have. We don't know anything about their beginning, all right? There is no prophecy of any ending to them. This is known. The world knows it. This is Onibelaj Muhammad, Master Farah Muhammad, not a silk peddler, right? MuhammadSpeaks.com. So, all right, I'm not going to read everything, but you get the gist of what we're talking about because we find that stars are the condensation of the minds of our ancestors who came from a previous universe. 
At the end of the previous universe, our ancestors expanded their minds beyond measure until it encompassed their whole universe. That process of expansion caused an apparent contraction of their universe until it was reduced to the size of a single planet, hence that single atom, that one atom, in which that allegedly came forth, that Big Bang. In stages of empty space surrounding the new Earth created the seven substances, magnetism, um, electricity, light, heat, energy, etc., which eventually formed the new stars after many trillions of years. So you are from the stars. This is known. This is a fact. Everyone has made mention is that everything on the planet is from stardust. However, you in particular is 93 percent stardust, all right? And the stars are thoughts, all right? And we know that the stars are thoughts. New article came out July 27, 2017. Could stars be conscious? Panpsychism is the theory that there is a persuasive consciousness throughout the universe down to molecular and subatomic level, all right? And see, consciousness is subtle, right? And you have to tune yourself into universal consciousness or infinite consciousness or pure consciousness. Is a real subtle form of awareness, right? You get the book Dark Light Consciousness, Melanin, Serpent Power, and the Luminous Matrix of Reality, right? This is by Dr. Edward Bruce Bynum. All right, saying the same exact things that we're saying, he put it in the book. I put it in a book also. It's in my book, The First World Water. But right here, he says something very important. He says, visible light is but 7% of the luminous matter, and the other 93% is unseen. That correlates to the fact of 93% of your body is stardust. But it goes unseen because you can't see atoms. Subatomic particles, atoms, molecules. You can see giant molecules, which is the DNA. All right? But the atoms of the body are traceable to stars that manufactured them in the cores and exploded their enriched ingredients across our galaxy billions of years ago. This is Neil deGrasse Tyson, astrophysics for people in a hurry. All right? He said we're not... Figuratively, but literally, stardust. 93%, as said, of the human body is made of atoms fused in stars and supernovas. The death of stars give rise to life. So not only do we live among the stars, the stars live within us. And this is straight from um, 1 Corinthians 6, 19, 20. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you're not your own? For you was bought at a price. What was the price? It don't matter. Well, actually it does, and we'll get to it in a second. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So what's the price? Well, Christians believe that this verse is referring to Jesus dying on the cross for us. However, my physicians, we understand that stars die for us so that we may live as previously mentioned for a star to be born there's one thing that must happen a gaseous nebula must collapse get the book the divine spark psychedelics 
Consciousness and the Birth of Civilization by Graham Hancock. By weight, 93% of the matter in your body is born in the body of a star. All right? So we know that the star turns matter itself into the energy of light, agent of electromagnetic force. Light informs us of the world around us and brings its energy. Light is the catalyst in photosynthesis on land and in the world's ocean, where water molecules and carbon dioxide from the air are rearranged in the basic um, building blocks of the entire vegetable world. During this process, the energy of sun's light is stored in plants and their seeds, and in you, they're um, transferring to us what we eat um, when we eat these basic foods and other animals that ate them. This is the energy that powers life and consciousness. We are made of stardust and powered by starlight. This much we know. All right, so, all right, so the 93%, which goes unseen, taps back into melanin. It taps back into dark energy and black matter. All right? That's Ein, Ein Sof, and Ein Sophie-er. That is the manifestation of life here upon this planet, all right? And it goes further. I just found a really, really old picture of you where you once a star in the sky. So thank those dead stars, because without them, you wouldn't be here. The calcium in your bones, the oxygen you breathe, the iron in your blood was all cooked up in stars that died billions of years ago, all right? You look at astral, the definition of astral, and it says of, relating to, or coming from the stars. Astral influences. So astral energy, the astral plane, understand that you came from the astral plane as one of the last higher forms you had. All right? You have seven bodies. Let me explain. You have your physical body, your ethereal body, your astral body, which is your emotional body, your mental body, your causal body, your spiritual body, and your soul body. So you fell from the soul plane into the spiritual plane, into the causal plane, into the mental plane, into the emotional plane, which is the, i.e. the astral plane, which is also the star plane, coming from the stars as we just finished showing you. So before that, you even had higher existences. According to blackout through white um blackout through whitewash, uh, she says humanity's first prototype began as a long-lived godlike ethereal hermaphroditic being that gradually polarized into opposite sexes, male and female, and solidified into flesh form. That's what that is. All right, blackout through whitewash by Dr. Suzar. All right. So we understand light cold lockdown, all right? Dr. Phil Valentine, Baba, L, all right? He spoke on this many years ago, all right? On light cold lockdown, all right? The discovery that mass, ba, human body, is nothing but a form of energy that forces us to modify our concepts of particles in an essential way. Why? Because atoms consist of particles not made of any material substance. In modern physics, particles are seen as bundles of energy, waves. If something is going at the speed of light, then it 
must be completely massless. This is photons or the macabre meditation, right, which we spoke about before. As objects travel faster and faster, they get heavier and heavier. The faster they get, the harder it is to achieve acceleration. So you never get to the speed of light, right? Say Roger Rasul, a physicist at the University of Melbourne, Australia. Stars are not isolated thermonuclear reactors in space. Instead, Ralph Jurgen explains that stars are positive anodes in a galactic glow discharge. Stars are connected. They absorb energy from the electric universe. So stars absorb energy from the electric universe, and you are 93% star dust material. Hence, you too must absorb energy from the electric universe. Hence, the reason why you have melanin. And this is explained in detail by the ancient Egyptian hieroglyphics, the cobra or snake, with its ectoterm nature, who used to encircle the sun as the corona. Seen as Ra, it described the reverse temperature gradient of electric stars and absorption of energy from the surrounding cosmos. In short, stars are positively charged anodes that collect negative charges or charge as opposite charges attract, or what we understand as electron particles and photon particles. All right? Overstand, this is how from the wormholes to the four levels of the genome DNA molecule, energy arises from wormholes, all right? Chromosomes only appear when called, all right, being to split and multiply. This is mitosis, right? So the energy comes through wormholes, cells, fuse the nucleus, the nucleus into the chromosomes, into DNA, the double helix, the opposite encounter, rotating electrons in DNA creates a micro kundalini force and also the four basic building blocks of amino acids, what is called adenine, thymine, right, guanine, and cetocene which is Yahivahe. So even Yahivahe was brought into existence through the black hole, through the wormhole. All right? That's Idolabroth, which is talking about aspects of your physical body. That's your DNA. All right? Get the book, Death of Ignorance, New Age Science by Dr. Fred Bell. All right? And he speaks of the fact that during the Jupiter effect, Earth produced waves of disharmony due to GRG which is growth resistance, right? We have a growth resistance um, generation. And so cosmic chi and kundalini effects is amplified by the Jupiter effects between the planets and the sun. Unfortunately, the chi is disturbed and sent out and sent out of balance as it passes by the earth. All right? This is the reason why so much Corona mass ejections, which is solar flares, being ejected from the sunspots, super flares, mega flares, is being produced from the sun. It's because it is eradicating this growth resistance generation. 
All right? So we know that in quantum physics, astrophysics, um, astrophysics, actually, we have Beyond Prophecies and Predictions by uh, Myra Timms. And this is coming from the Journal of Biological Physics now. They state, right, this is Stillwater, Oklahoma, United States, 1989. States, scientists have found that the streams of energy from stars travel in Pacific directions, either up or down the galactic arm in which they are embedded. Stars are polarized to other stars. Both negative and positive are receive, some receiving energies and some sending it out all of which travels on the path of the magnetic field line, all right? The recent finds or findings reveal we are downstream from Sirius in the part of the galactic arm our solar system resides in. New energies are flowing into the Earth at an unprecedented degree. Sirius transmits energy, highly charged photonic light particles to our entire system via the magnetic field line, hence we are literally receiving energy from Sirius, all right? And and in the Quran, chapter 53, Al-Najim, which means the star, it states that, and that he, Allah, is the Lord of the Sirius, the mighty star, all right? So we know that that energy comes down and you have ley lines and earth grades, all right, connected by all of the ancient sites. So the earth crystalline energy grid, so-called Russian grid, treating the earth as if it was a gigantic crystal, because it is. It's living. Right? And as this energy comes down, comes in, all right, as we showed you through a black hole into, now understand that this black hole that we talk about sits at the center of our gigantic sun called Alcyon, which is at the center of our galaxy. In the center is a black hole, all right? And from that black hole creates other wormholes in which that produces these particular um, life organisms or, or what we refer to as substances, all right? Such as the amino acids, or the base for life. The ancient understood as life force principle in nature was scientifically revalid, um, revalidated in 1986 by a Sydney-based energy research team. They rediscovered a hitherto unknown low-energy spiraling electromagnetic fields, an expression of our fundamental um, background field and found to be responsible agent for form, growth, development, and behavioral patterns in nature. It's called the morphogenetics. So a morphogenetic process in low energy electromagnetic fields. This is ST and SP for Samian. All right, and once again, you can go check out the Journal of Biological Physics. All right, but here we have on the left, three-month-old fetus called a quantum gram, a graph, right, a photo from the quantum field. It was created while the pregnant woman was hundreds of miles away. The image came from access and information available in only a drop of her blood. So they knew that she was pregnant from the image in which that is shown in her blood. So the blood is a 
acts as a template or reflection of the auric cell in which that is the the um massive template in which that you receive information all right the image came from accessing that one drop of blood and the image on the right is called the quantum gram or hologram of the quantum field showing 3d characteristics of the fetus and the details is this you know of this provocative imaging technique plus many more compelling images are only available in strong women unshrouding the secrets of the soul all right get that when you purchase a computer from the store, it comes with the operating system pre-installed. The same way when a child is born, the child comes into the world with their operating system pre-installed. You do not teach the child to breathe, nor do you teach their heart to beat, because they have their involuntary nervous system. Our operating system is pre-installed by our DNA. That's the template. And that template is coming from instruction through black holes or wormholes into those four amino acids, which is DNA, hence giving you all of your predeterminations, all right? And you have willpower to determine. The operating system and additional programs installed in the computer are stored in a computer's memory. The memory of the human biocomputer consists of the DNA and the nervous system, i.e. also the brain. The nervous system handles both short-term and long-term memory, which is RNA um, and DNA first, ultimately stored long-term memory in DNA, right? And then it moves also into the brain area, right? Or it's from the brain, vice versa. Because remember, Jacob seen angels ascending and descending on Jacob's ladder. So this long-term memory stored in DNA that can actually be passed down to future generations. This is your ancestral family memory and tendencies come from. All right? So this is all part of this morphic unit, all right, of atoms, molecules, crystals, cells, tissues, organs, organisms, and societies of organisms are animated, organized, and um, coordinated by morphic fields, which is your auric field which contains an inherited memory, all right? This is by um, Rupert, um, Dr. Rupert um, Sheldrake, right? Overstand that. Get the book Forbidden Science from Ancient Technologies to Free Energy by J. Douglas Kenyon, right? He, he goes on right here. Um, hypothesis of formative causation consists of morphic fields or morphic resonance. Thanks to Power Rangers and other kids' toys, most of us casually use the term morph, word morph to mean to change into or evolve. Precisely, say Sheldrake, whose work takes off from where the now widely adapted biological concept of morphic genetic fields used to um, explain, for example, how arms and legs can have different shapes, even though they contain the same genes and proteins left off. All right? That's amazing, right? And what we find out is that the first substance of, of the universe is magnetism and it's created by condensation. The condensation of what? The condensation of the mind. This is what helps or what causes consciousness to fall, as we would say, all right? So that condensation of the mind, God's mind in its expanded state, 
equals, i.e., the universe, form the first substance, which is magnetism. Right? Magnetism condenses further to form electricity. Electricity condenses to light. All right? Electricity con- um, consists of particles called electrons, which condense to the fourth substance, which is called ether or space, time. All right? Or if we call it the mind of God. All right? But what we do know is that the Vedic wisdom tells us that the soul is our consciousness. All right? And we know that L, which is short for electric and electron, all right? L means power, force, or God. All right? Jews, Hebrews, Israelites have L at the end of their names. Moors have L at the end of their names. Electrons, as they move to transform into apparent lines, like objects swinging around and around, with which speed as to form an apparent circle. The apparent lines intertwined along themselves produces the illusion of mass, i.e., of solid, impenetrable matter, of which consists of three-dimensional bodies surrounding us. All right, so this is what happened. The faster, the faster, and the faster in which that these lines became, the more condensed and heavy the body became. All right? So hence you came from the astral plane, which is the star plane, down into a physical body, even higher before that. But we're starting at the astral body, all right? Because you came by way of a black hole, all right? This appears the solid matter is an illusion created by speed that appears to form the fine webs of lines made by the trace of motion of the smallest material points. All right? So we know that electrons moving from higher orbital shells to lower orbital shells is the origin of light. That's the origin of light. And guess what? There's seven shells. Seven shells. All right? So we find that quantum physicists have now come to the conclusion, all right, that we are stardust, all right, and that these particles are called also biophotons. A biophoton is called a ultra-weak photon emission, UPE. It's light particles that is emitted by all living beings, all living things. It is an aspect of our aura called our bioplasmic body, right? So though it exists, in the visible, in the visible and ultraviolet spectrum, in order for us to see it, normally our eyes would be would have to be about one thousand times more sensitive, right? The photon. So, so, so this is what has to be done. So we find that the phantom DNA effects is a case in point. The energy field of a DNA sample remains detectable by the light, laser light even when the physical example or sample is removed, all right? At a fundamental level, man is pure energy. In wave genetics, the junk DNA function, which is actually melanin, function at a rich infrastructure level of super codes and wave communication, resulting, you know, in, in realized in material form as crystalline structures. Dynamic genes, holograms, and liquid crystals of the chromosome continuum. All right? 
when these models suggested that the human genes is part of a larger hologram, multi-universe or multiverse of waves, information, reality, hyper-communications in a form of remote sensing, remote healing, and telepathy is definitely a part of human protocol. Because scientists have documented that the photonic energy of the average human body emits the equivalent energy of a 120-watt light bulb or 120-volt battery or 25,000 BTUs. Each cell emits 100,000 photons per second. All right? And there are more than 76 trillion cells in your body. Also, our auric field or astral body, star body, the higher astral body, spiritual body, is eternal. It is equivalent to the lifetime of the universe, which is about 10 E22 years. All right? The auric field contains the electronic mass of 4 E21 electrons. If we ignore our auric field importance, we will actually be ignoring nine-tenths of our existence. Also, the mind exists within the layers of the auric field and is equal to the diameter of the universe, which is 76 quintillion miles in diameter. So we have different dimensions of our reality or apparent reality. Your body, uh, your physical body exists in the third dimension. At least that's what you think it does. It is matter-based. And the fourth dimension is actually the astral plane, which is the emotional base. All right? Together, these two make up what we call the lower creation world, right? Um, you have the higher astral, which is the emotional astral body, and then you have the lower astral, which is the ethereal body. But these make up together, right? There are dimensions where the game of separation, this is where the, the game of separation is carried out. Only in the dimensions um, can the illusion of good and evil be maintained. And can you feel separate from spirit and from each other? All right? You'll all become quite good at doing this. <laughs> you've been a very successful, you've been, you know, it's been a very successful game of separation. But it is time for it to end. So this planet is now in a state of ascension. It is now vibrating at a very uh, um, top of the astral plane. In fact, at one time, the... Earth or human resonance, the human resonance of the planet oscillated at 7.83 hertz. It is no longer vibrating at that. In fact, back in April, around my birth, born day, birthday, do you know that it reached up to 90 hertz? So the planet is in a state of ascension, Right? And it's vibrating at the top of the astral plane, right on the dividing line with the fifth dimension, the light body dimension. All right? This is why we've been talking about the light body and transforming into light bodies. In order to do so, if you can just keep your mind positive, all right, positive for years, all right? We're talking about five to 20 years. Some say as much as 60 years. You can go through the three, one of the three levels of the light body trans, um, transmission or ascension. All right? 
So in the fifth dimension, you are completely spiritual orientated. Many of you have come into this plane to be light workers. This is why you're interested in um, Qigong and Tai Chi and all of these types of things now. The sixth dimension holds the template of the DNA patterns of all types of species in creation, including human, humanity. It is also where the light language is stored and is made up mostly of color and tone. This is what we call gravity, the sixth dimension. Right? It can be difficult to, you know, to get a hold of these things that we talk about because these are, um, if you go and study hyperdimensional physics, you find that they actually, that they are found in at least 27 dimensions. Right? The seventh dimension is that of pure creativity, pure light, pure tone, pure uh, uh, geometry and pure expression. It's the realm or the plane of infinity on refinement. The eighth dimension is, is actually of the group mind or group soul or where, you know, you would touch bases, you know, um, you know, with the vast, the vast part of you, of who you are. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Johnny boy. No doubt. Appreciate that. Thank you for that super chat. Much, much appreciation. All right. And so it's characterized um, normally by the lost sense of, of the eye. You no longer um, you know, me, myself, and I. And when you travel, it's multidimensionally. It is from this plane where you have the most trouble um, getting uh, uh, or keeping your consciousness together because you are pure, all right? We operating um, with um, group goals so that it may seem as though you have gone to sleep or blinked out, all right? The ninth dimension in this model um, that we are uh, uses in a plane of collective consciousness of planets, star system, galaxies, and dimensions. Once again, it is very difficult to get a sense of I because of so vast that everything is to you. Imagine being the consciousness of a galaxy. All right? Every life form, every star, planet, meteorite, comet, asteroid, Right? And group minds of every species in it is you. <laughs> right? It is difficult to remain conscious um, at this level, what we call individual consciousness. At the 10th through the 12th dimension, um, basically you have to make up the upper creation realm. The 10th dimension is a source of rays, home of what we call the Elohim. All right? um, this is where light is differentiated and the source of, of the plan of creation, which are um, basically uh, sent into the middle creation levels. You can have a sense of I at this level, but it won't be what you are used to here. The 11th dimension is that of a pure form light, the point before creation, at a state, all right, um, exquisite expectation, just, at the, just like the movement between the sneeze and the orgasm. It is the realm of being known as Metatron and of the angels and of the higher acoustic um, records for this source system. There basically are planetary acoustic records and galactic acoustic records, as well as acoustic records for an entire source system. You are in one, all right? 
source system of many. So we are giving you a description of one source system only, this one. If you go to another source system, when you will experience will be different. As an archangel, all right, um, the home is based in the 11th dimension, all right? Um, then you have the 12th dimension is the um, one point where all consciousness know itself to be utterly one with all that is. There is no separation of any kind. Um, if you tap into this level, you would know yourself to be completely one, all right, with all that is, with the creative force. If you tap in there, you will never be the same again because you cannot sustain the same degree of separation. But you have experienced complete unity, right? So we have to understand is that this is the science of these higher dimensions that you've come from. Normally, we only speak of the seven dimensions, but each of those seven is separated by seven sub-levels, all right? Hence, giving us 49, all right? Um, but here, uh, we understand is that from amino acids, um, it formed into the sixth element, which is carbon, all right, in which that form man into existence. In particular, man is mind. We were talking about the mind, which is the breath, made flesh, all right? Understand what we're talking about here. The flesh was made by the breath. Centrifugal and centrifugal force, yin and yang, right? That's how the flesh came into existence. And the flesh, or the breath, rather, is the mind in action, right? So that's how the mind lowered itself. And so hence we have carbon, which is condensed starlight, which is condensed universal blackness, cosmic radiation, which is condensed infinite blackness or light, Right? Hence, that's what carbon is. Carbon is light because that's melanin. Right? There's no particular word melanin on the periodical chart. That's carbon, the sixth element. All right? And so we know that actually the first figure or form in which that was made was in the form of a woman. Right? You know that uh, that the woman predated man by at least 150,000 years, and that the oldest fossilized bones ever found were women. All of them were discovered in East Africa, Ethiopia, um, and even here in the Americas. It was in Brazil, Lucia. These women could reproduce asexually without the assistance of males. This was done by the Bartholian gland, which women still possess to this day. Right? This is why you see um, semen-like substances coming out of her vaginal area through the Bartholian glands and the skinny glands. Did you know that women could produce semen in their bone marrow? Did you know that the X chromosome is five times larger than the Y chromosome? Women created us. Get the book, The Secret of Regeneration by Hilton Otema. He speaks of solar impregnation and that before the males came upon the planet, this is the reason why it was called sex worship or sun worship, as they are the oldest forms of worship known. The sun was worshipped by most ancient races as a symbol of eternal God. 
Sex worship was inspired by the fact that within the genitive organs of women, a new person is formed and animated. We have reminiscence of that to this very day. When women have fibroid tumors, they have examined and taken out fibroid tumors, and they have found hair, nails, teeth, skin. As if the woman was at one time had that genitive or that regenerative process of producing what is called the immaculate conception. So it says here that sex worship was inspired by the fact that within the genitive organs of a woman, a new person is formed and animated and in due time ushered into the world. No phenomenon is so great as to surpass dysfunction in which women duplicate the work of God principle by the creation of a new person. In the early days when people were more perfectly, psychically, psychically, and physically than now, the immaculate conception was a common occurrence. Right? You see in Isaiah, in the book of John, the belief was generally that at the sunshine of returning spring influences the trees to bud, right? Because that's what it does. It causes the trees to bud, the grass to grow. That's what the sun does. So that the sunshine has a similar effect upon the human plant. Thus, the belief in solar impregnation of women still appear among primitive people in all parts of the world. Right, you go to the Admiralty Islanders, tells of women who have conceived, who have conceived by the sun. Um, you have the Kawak um, Kirtol claims that their ancestor was born of women who were selected from different tribes by Sinle and son, the son by whom power the women was impregnated. You had the Nesgats of the Bella, Kola Indians had a tradition that the son married a woman who bore a child. You had the Crow Indians related that the son once saw on earth a beautiful woman who he, gradually, who he greatly um, covenanted for his wife, whom he married and had children by her. Now, this is the exact same story told to you in the book of Genesis, except they say it was the Nephilim. The Navajo Indians claimed that one of their war gods was begotten by the sun, and a woman who stretched out made upon, um, upon a rock, and the sun shined upon her and rose, and what soon she gave birth. Oh, thank you, Janelle. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Much, much love for that. Much love. Thank you for that super chat. All right. So this is what is going on. We, we are behind the times. The ancients been talked about this. All right. Upon her and saw her and loved her. And in course of time, a child was born to her whose name she called the sun child. So hence the reason why the S-U-N, you are named after your father who are up in the sky. Up, up in the sky. You are the S-O-N of the S-U-N, brothers. In another story, it is stated that the first lord of Lokomba was the son of the sky king, the sun, and a woman of Tonga. That is also a Samoan legend of a woman who became pregnant by gazing at the sun. Yeah, with her vagina. The Chinese and the Japanese believe in the solar impregnation, according to 
Heartland, who writes, in China, impregnation by the sun seems to have been a common fate of distinguished emperors. A Japanese legend tells of a poor maiden in whose body, as she slept by the shores of the lagoon, the rays of the sun penetrated like shafts from a celestial bow. All right? In other words, like the phallus, and caused her to become pregnant. All right? So, brothers, the phallus, when you have a lot of energy there, all right, that energy is supposed to act like the sun rays. In the ancient civilization of Peru, thousands of maidens dedicate, um, dedicated their lives to the sun, being called virgins of the sun. They lived together in communal dwelling places, spent their time in various kinds of handicraft, and never speaking to or meeting men. If one of these virgins became pregnant and sworn that she had conceived by the sun or not by man, she was allowed to live. The child became a sun bride, all right, if a female, and a priest of the sun, if a male. The son was asserted to have been the father of super, check this out now, the son was asserted to have been the father of the superhumans of ancient Egypt. Amen Ra, the sun god, divine progenitor of the pharaohs of Egypt, is called the reviver. On approach, the character of a queen, she said to Amen Ra, twice great as thy soul, it is a glorious thing to thee. Um, to see thy face, whom thou graciously joineth thyself to my majesty. Thou do impregnates all my body. All right, this is Amin Ra replies. The son was asserted to have been the father of the superhumans. All right, and that's what we're talking about here. All right, the son. Right, so she who is joined to Amin Ra, the first of nobles indeed, Thus be the same of thy daughter issuing from thy womb. The sun god is pictured by the Egyptians as descending to the queen's chamber to become the father of a pharaoh. Of this, all right, incident, Patak states, the wise Egyptians, not unreasonably, say that a woman may be impregnated by the spirit of a god. Now, Ramesses means son of the sun. All right? The resurrector. Or the erector. You get it? So, we find out is that this is the same exact story told of Jesus in the Bible, in the book of Matthews, that the angel, Archangel Gabriel, Jimiel, came in impregnated Mary. He acted as the son of God to produce the son of God or the son of the son. Same story told over and over again. I get the books, The Pale Fox, all right, by um, Griaulo and Eterlin. Get the serious connections, Unlocking the Secrets of Ancient Egypt by Mary Hope, in the series Mysteries, was Earth visited by intelligent beings from a planet in the, solar, in the system of the Star of Sirius by Robert Temple. In the books, Secrets of the Dogon, decoding the African tra- um, mystery traditions by Stranton, Lord Stranton, all right? 
get the sacred science of the Dogon, the key to advanced science in the ancient Egyptian hieroglyphics, get the cosmological origin of the myth and symbols from the Dogon to ancient Egypt and ancient Egypt to India, Tibetan, and China, all right? So we know that the star Sirius, which is called within masonry the sun behind the sun, is what helps propel energy here, because remember, we sit down on from Sirius. In fact, we travel around with Sirius through the 12 zodiac signs every 25,000 years, which is called a renewal of history. Series A and Series B, which is called Ziggy Tolo, Polo Tolo, all right, travel around each other, flip-flopping, all right? The Dogon say that we came from Sirius. In other words, the constellation series plays a direct influence in the structure of the of the structure of the physical body, specifically our DNA. All right, Sirius B is invisible to the naked eye, but packs almost the entire mass of our sun into a globe only four times as large as the Earth. Sirius B surface is 300 times harder than diamond, while the interior, the interior has a density 3,000 times that of diamond. Spinning on its axis more than 23 times a minute. It generates huge magnetic fields around it. The two stars, Series A and Series B, Polo Tolo, Ziggy Tolo, um, move around each other, constantly exchanging particles. Because of this greater density, the magnetic field, right, Series B takes the loin's share, right, taking gas and material off of the larger host body, and Series B has a super heavy gravitational powerful star made of concentrated super dense matter essence with the number 50 associated with it. Describe it as orbital period. This is the same that you find in the Old Testament. That every 49.9 or 50 years, you had the 50-year jubilee period. Series A and Series B came comes also close enough to their orbits, allowing, creating huge magnetic fields between them. And as they approach each other, the stars begin to spin and faster. The tidal um, forces becoming stronger, finally flip-flopping over and actually trading places with each other. This energy is gradually released to flow on the magnetic field line to our sun, which transmits its lens, uh, which transmits this energy like a lens to all the planets. Sirius is considered by the ancient Egyptians to be the most important star in the sky, who, astronomically, the foundation of our entire spiritual and physical lawful system is based on Sirius, right? If you look here to the middle, this is um, from Brother A.A. Rashid, and, um, and he shows you here how the energy comes from Sirius, all right, a soptic, all right? Sortis and to our sun, to our earth, i.e., the archetype black man or the more, you know what I'm saying, into our chromosome, cells, nucleus, and DNA helix because this is directly coming from series A and series B. They flip flop over each other every 50 years. Range connection with other civilizations, this is what you get. Amphibious, godlike beings appearing in ancient cultures outside 
of the Dogon, the ancient civilization from Babylon to Greece to even Slavic nations depicts aquatic beings in their mythologies. One interesting connection that some has drawn with that Dogon is that of the Dogu in Japan. All right? Now, the Dogu are thought, are thought to have arrived in flying ships. All right? Being written, um, bringing written language and many aspects of civilizations to the Japanese. Interestingly, in ancient Mesopotamian lore, there is a deity known as Dagon, depicted as a merman or fish god. This depiction can also be found and seen in the Hebrew Bible. So all of these connections is talking about from the fact of your DNA via your amphibious semen, sperm, your sperm being amphibious, godlike being appearing, all right, in the semen, which is the ship or vessel in which that is flying in, till actually we find out that there are bases, all right, where there are actually beings held in which that has been manipulated, which I won't get into all of that right now, but let's say this. As you see here from the artwork of the shaman Credemotois, he shows you what is called here, all right? And notice this was drawn back in 19, um, back in the 19, um, before 2000, all right? I can't see the rest of it. I think it's 1999. I can't see for sure there, but... As you see, the dolphin giving birth to the humans. That's what you are seeing here. The dolphin giving birth to the humans. So the dolphins, in one sense, is the animals, mammals in which that we come from. They stayed in the ocean, or and we came upon the land. All right. Another example of that is what is called the Chitahari in which that Crematoire speaks of, in which that allegedly, I won't get into too much of that right now, but we're going to get into it, though. Don't best believe that. But one of the icons on the necklace is a green stone dolphin, right, inscribed with words in an alien script. <laughs> Excuse me. Holding a golden tablet in his mouth. The dolphins and the whales are advanced beings that was brought here from the star system. What? Serious. Credo Mutoir confirms this, as I have also heard this from various other different sources, such as Brother Bobby Hemmett, Dr. Deborah Blair. They are fascinating beings. The way they use sonar, sound, communicate tele- telepathically, and seem to transmit heartfelt energy. So basically, the nomos is not just your sperm encased in semen, but it is also as above, so below, as within, so without. The dolphins, the domos, also the dolphins. The, the Dogon tribe spoke about never really left. They just simply transformed the shape shift into whales and dolphins. They are nomos in disguise acting as our angels and guardians. This is what Credo Mutois speaks of. He also speaks of, as we said, the Chikahari, the Chitahari, all right? And we understand that these beings, um, cryptozoologically, 
known as reptoids or dinosaurs, are said to be intelligent on par with us, but much older, many times alleged to be the original intelligent race on this planet, evolving from small carnivorous dinosaurs at the end of the age of dinosaurs 65 million years ago. Dale Russell, visiting professor, right, Department of Marine, Earth, and um, Atmospheric Science, and senior curator of paleontology, North Carolina State Museum of Natural Science, once published a professional thought experiment in which he projected what the dinosaurs may have evolved, possibly evolved into if they had survive the so-called extinction extinction, uh, event from them being um, extinct. This took part or place 65 million years ago. So using this known morphology of the Triden dinosaur, the image that has arrived that is identical to that which has been recorded through history by the ancients on rocks and modern UFO eyewitnesses, and contactees. This is a startling revelation. If our group of dinosaurs has been survived and evolved into mammals, animals that attempt to reproduce human speech, birds, then it stands to reason that other groups of dinosaurs may have also survived their extinction um, event 65 million years ago and also develop a certain degree of intelligence and lean and learn unique communication skills. Right, so this has already been thought about. Um, matter of fact, this is um, this is the article. It says how to build an extraterrestrial. All right, by Decamp and Lay. All right. This is this is him here. This is the Trident that they've come to the inclusion on. There's another article by David um, by Dale Russell. Right, Dale Russell. Um, and this is called Dinosaurus A. Humanoid dinosaur, a humanoid dinosaur. And I'm saying all this because we're going to get into this real science because this is doctors, scientists saying these things, not a conspiracy theorist such as David Icke. He's a scientist saying this. Dale Russell, discover, discoverer of a um, uh, stenosaurus, now called a tridon. Then in the National Museum of Natural Science in Ottawa, Canada, postulated that the later crustacean dinosaurs were well on the way to becoming intellectual animals and would have succeeded if the dinosaurs had not suffered extinction. Now, of course, anybody knows that they can go into planet Earth. You didn't have to remain on the surface, right? But anyway... Let's go on. He said it has all the ingredient success that we see later in the development of the apes, the trident and the dinosaurs. He believes, all right, that the the steno um, chosaurus were the chief predators of the Cretaceous mammals, and that they must have been quite a lot of them because by the end of the Cretaceous um, period or age. There were a lot of mammals, though they were small. These dinosaurs were obviously outwitting, out, outwitting mammals. If Dell is right and his thoughts of evolution has been led 
them to become intellectual or intelligent dinosaurs, dinosaurs, as he refers to them as. All right? So, this is how allegedly the dinosaurs looked. And notice the eyes. There's another book by Dr. Michael Mangin. The book is called More Sensational Than Jurassic Park. Who Lies Sleeping? The Dinosaur Heritage and the Extinction of Man. Right? This is actually from Fox News. They reported a study that space aliens might resemble super intelligent dinosaurs. Where they get that from? Well, what we found is that an artist concept of the Kentucky Lizard Man reports in this category began in the 1950s and most notably in 1955. And there's a report of a black woman, a more Moabitess, shooting a reptilian back in the 1950s. All right. And it says a report from Ohio River near Everston, um, Eversville, um, Indiana, where a creature left a green handprint on a swimmer's leg. Older reports include rept- um, reptilian devils, 10 feet tall with glowing red eyes in the 1940s in the Ohio Valley. And reports occurred throughout the area in Indiana, Kentucky, <coughs> and Ohio on both sides of the river. Similar sitting and experiences have been reported in Oklahoma and Texas Panhandle area, even coming out of Kentucky in the 1970s. Some reporting older and native traditions are also older. There are also similar traditions both in South America where the movie Creature from the Black Lagoon was supposed to have come from and in Florida where it was actually filmed. So we have Christopher Davis here encountered the Lizard Man of Bishopville, South Carolina on June 30th, 1988. Now, I lived just miles away, all right? I lived like about a an hour or so away from Bishopville, right? When this story came out, June 30th, 1988, all right? I was getting ready to go to college. It was the summer. We just got out of um, high school. I was getting ready to go to college. I was, matter of fact, I was um, in East, um, in Elizabethtown at the community college, all right? But here it is, right here. Minaji, appreciate you. Hopefully I got that name right. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. All right. I can't see the percent. I can't Mindaji see the, Joseph. Huh? Mindaji Joseph. Mindaji Joseph. Thank you. Appreciate that. Much love. Much love for that. For that super chat. All right. So right here, it tells you about the lizard man in South Carolina. Answers to Bigfoot. All right. So this, so this is how allegedly it looked. And this is him actually in the car. Um, to the left here, this is a drawing. One of the original casts taken in 1988. This is actually how his foot, how the foot looked. Right? Even the Army Corps of Engineers, Colonel Robert Cooper encountered a Bishopville lizard man when he was driving on a road along um, Skateboard Swamp one night. The colonel and his wife, Cecilia, who was returning home from a wedding rehearsal, no liquor, was served. When he saw what is described as a half-man, half-dinosaur running alongside his car, he called out to Cecilia, who was sleeping at the time, to wake up and look at the remarkable creature. Just as she awoke from her slumber, the lizard man veered away from the road and ran off into the trees. 
Colonel Cooper reported the event to the sheriff, Trudell's, and drew the above image of what he um, had seen. The colonel never publicly spoke about his encounter. When he finally decided to do an interview about it, a reporter just prior to the interview, he had a heart attack and died. Dead male tells no tales. You get it? All right. So, we know that Dr. Max Widenhofer father of the aquatic ape theory, all right, and one of the great scientists of the 20th century, the, uh, the British marine biologist, Sir Alexander uh, Claverin Hardy, lent importance credence to the aquatic ape hypothesis. So they understand that there was some type of mixing in which that took place. Well, we overstand that too because did marine geologists capture this video feature of an aquatic humanoid or mermaid? There it is. This was published May 26, 2014. June This is actually a mermaid that was seen in the waters. All right, and as you see, the web hands... It means the feet was also webbed, all right? And it's very similar to the eyes in which that we showed you of the dinosaur here. See, the dinosaurs, these are the land ones, or rather in the earth ones, the inner earth. Right? As well as also reptinoid or reptilian to the left and then the fact that we use the wear as part of the dogon the dagon we use the wear the fish gear symbolic once again to um the dna in particular of the sperm and the various genetics in which that is encased in the sperm um or, or i should say in the semen of the sperm all right you don't believe this then we have several genetic so-called defects in which that occurs. You have um, sirenomelia, alternative known as mermaid syndrome, which is a rare congenital deform um, deformity in which the legs are fused together, giving them the appearance of a mermaid tail, as the nickname suggests. And this condition is found in approximately one out of every one Hundred thousand live births. Then you have webbed toes and hands, right? The condition for the webbed toes. Common name is um um sida um sidely affecting the feet. It is characterized by a fusion of two or more digits of the feet. This is normal in many birds, known as ducks, amphibious such as frogs and mammals, such as kangaroos. In humans, it is considered unusual, occurring in approximately 1 in 2,000 to 2,500 2, live births. Now, that's deep, because obviously this is much more occurring than even the mermaid syndrome. But we have genetic defects, as they are called, but yet overstand, just like you had C 
turtles, you have land turtles, right? Because the shell is so good streamlined, sea turtles cannot retract their heads or flippers to protect themselves from predators. Although the earliest sea turtles evolved from the terrestrial turtles. All right, so that means that the that the sea turtles left who was once on land went into the oceans. All right? This is what we postulate here with the aquatic humanoid or mermaid, merman. Remember that aquatic ape scenario. We're going to get to it. Keep going. So the Zulu claims that Earth has their sixth world in this, in their, um, excuse me, at their seventh world, in their sixth world, the planet Mars, the the forerunners of Zulu and other in all South African tribes were severely threatened by a powerful foe from another world and saw that the chances of saving themselves were slim indeed. They proceeded to prepare their weapons and then went one step further in an attempt to save the race. The fairest of all the women were impregnated by the men folk and then placed in circular flying vehicles, each with three wheels. This Space vehicle was known throughout Central and Southern um, um, Africa as the Merkaraba, the Merkaba, or the Merkaraba, or the Merkaba, which set off course to Earth, and thus were the women transported to safely on this planet to give birth to our offsprings and continue the race. This is from the Zulu Bone Oracle, uh, Ulafudu, and this actually are the words of Krita Mutoir, African Hidden History, all right, in the Zulu Bone Oracle. Now, do we have any fact that of this Mars connection? Yes, scientists discovered that the human circadian rhythm is set to the solar daylight cycle of Mars. Coincidence? No, I don't think so. All right, 1976 from the Viking Frame 35, A72, NASA images of Sidona. Notice the quality of this raw footage image prepared um, compared to NASA's new 1998 data shows here. Is something wrong here? No. Face on Mars. Not just the face, pyramids on Mars. So we know that not only have we existed on this plane, but we also existed on Sirius as we just went over. We also existed on Earth. So we know that we are being located and relocated on every planet in this solar system, in this galaxy, in this universe, right? Krimutois speaks that the Benwanta or the Benwana people, who are known as the ostrich people, are from Mars in Africa. This is why they have this genetic defect, as it is called, of the ostrich feet. Right? They're from Mars. Now, if you don't understand the signs of the of the uh, macabre, right? You have um, it's known in esoteric knowledge in ancient Egypt, Tamari, Kemet. Makaba means myrrh, light, ka, spirit, ba, body, or 
So the configuration of the star tetrahedron is formed within the first eight cells of the body, which is known as the agonads, right? The agonads, which means eight. These are the first eight cells, which is symbolic to the eight natures or eight gods, right? From Atum, you get Net, um, Newt, Geb, Newt and Geb. Well, you have um, Shu and Tefnut. And from Shu and Tefnut, you have Newt and Geb. And then from Newt and Geb, you have Osar, Oset, Set, and Nebhet. Those eight symbolizes the eight um, cells of the body in which that you go through blastular pores and they'll remain fixed at the base of the spine throughout one's life. These eight cells never these eight cells never change your whole entire life, but the other 76 trillion cells in your body changes over a seven-year period. So every seven years, you're a new person. The star tetrahedron also the models the energetic body of the human being, the blending of heaven and earth, male and female, yin and yang. The tetrahedron is um, um, ambiguous throughout nature because of the 64 um, um, tetrahedron grid is the structure of the vacuum. Hence, the reason why you have 64 permutations of DNA, 22 coding, 42 non-coding. The Hebrew word Kabbalah, which also means in the Bible chariot or means to ride. La, 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 la. Tupac, old school. You want to ride or die? All right? It's used in Ezekiel to refer to the throne um, chariot of God, the four-wheel vehicle driven by the four kayats, the hayats, living creatures. All right? All of this is talking about your chakras. So the vehicle in which that they're talking about, in which that the Martians came in on, who looks like you, Self or the feet, but here you go. All right? The Zulu, matter of fact, the word Amazulu means star people or sky people. That's what it means. All right? So ascension is achievable when you unify through your heart. All right? Center all your chakras into one and balance the threefold flame within your heart where God is through the universal omni um, macabre of love and multiple light body activation. So see, this is where this correlates to what we just finished reading. And this is from Yogi um, Charananda. Transform the body into light ship. You can imagine yourself as a pebble being dropped in a pond and the ripples of the splash radiating outward from you in an even greater circle. This method expands the auric field in a disc shape. So it represents a galaxy observed sideways. Now imagine yourself in space being dropped in the etheric sea and at the speed of thought, 24 billion miles per second, the vibrations of such a drop sends forth trembles of cosmic waves the ripples, the uni- that ripples the universe. Begin humming, a buzzing sound like a hummingbird or bee, drone or bumblebee, fly, mosquito or gnat. Then tune all lights inward, making the hum come outside of the body to inside the body. This is done until you feel the whole body vibrate, illuminating the eight auric, check this out, the eight auric 
and the chakra points or nodes. This is the science of healing by Imam Isa al-Hatiyamati, known as Dr. York. So this is what you even see in the paintings of Leonardo da Vinci, Michelangelo, and other painters um, during, those, during the 1500s. You see a person inside of this ship. Of course, the Albion will tell you that this is a metal ship, representation of a UFO metal ship. No, that's about the macabre. But if you don't understand that you are everywhere in the solar system, we just verify that you are on Mars, as only Elijah Muhammad spoke of, that you exist on every planet. But here, Norman Bertram, who the author and doctor of who Rings of Saturn, NACA and NSA member, right? He said that Norman Bertram now, he said he described seeing a seven-foot black people in giant ship vehicles in Saturn. All right, the women in the video say dark-skinned people after the NASA guys say black people. All right, he said, he, he clearly said, she says dark-skinned, and, and, um, and he says, um, clearly, no, black. All right, so... Ichiro Kaku, born January 24th, 1947. He's one of the um, American theoretical physicists, futurists, and um, popularizer of science. Kaku is the, also the professor um, of their, uh, um, theoretic physics at the City um, College of New York, CUNNY um, Graduate Center. And he also is a writer of many books, and you can find out more about him. But um, in a seminal paper published in 1964 in the Journal of Sovereign um, Astronomy, Russian astrophysicist Nikolai um, Kardashev theorized that advanced civilizations must therefore be grouped according to three types. The first one two, and three, which has mastered planetary, stellar, and galactic forms of energy, respectively. All right? And here they are. The human civilization is currently somewhere below type one. This is what Michio Kaku says now. Zero civilization. Essentially, our civilization. A type zero civilization has only just began to tap planetary resources such as solar power, geothermal power, and wind power. They don't even want to move from fossil fuel. Most of the power generation is still based on non-reusable on fossil fuel re, on, on resources. For example, oil, coal, and natural gases. All right? And this is really where Trump is trying to keep the, the people at. All right? Type 1 civilization. These, these civilizations can effectively control the entire resources of their planet. They can predict weather patterns, earthquakes very accurately, and even control them by using artificial induced greenhouse effects and space-based laser. This is what they're trying to do right now with the HARP system and Gwen, Woodpecker, and the various other weather modification weapons, as well as also with the chemtrails. Now you can see Buck Rogers' television series from back in the days. 
all right? Type 1 civilization can actually conceivably hope an ice age or a ball bursts of the sun by hence adding reflective metal such as aluminum up into the sky as they are doing through chemtrails in order to halt the sunlight from coming down into the sky to you as a melanated person who needs the sun. Type 2 civilization has extended its power to the entire solar system by harnessing the power of their sun through um, Dyson spheres, having colonized at least extensively explored all the planets within the solar system. They are a largely space-faring race and have already mounted expeditions to other stars using interstellar craft. Once again, interstellar craft. The best interstellar craft that you can use is your own force field, as I just told you about, which is your own macabre. This is similar to what you see on Star Trek TV in the movie sequels. Type 3 civilization. At the cusp of their power, Type 3 civilizations um, span entire galaxies, having colonized all the stars by wave after wave of interstellar craft. They can harness the power of galaxies. Astrophysicists theorize that this may be done by exploiting the fact that black holes can be used as a source of energy as they slowly evaporate via Hawkins radiation. By utilizing the millions of black holes that are believed to reside within galactic nuclei, type 3 civilizations would be, have significant powers, significant powers to conduct truly universe, universes, changing high-energy physics experiments and examining matter down to the pluck length, which is, once again, shown in Star Wars movie sequels. At this point, the exact potential of type 3 Civilization becomes unclear due to the hazy knowledge of the ultra-high energy physics. It is conceivable as physicists such as Michio Kaku and Lawrence on Cross believe that such energies can unravel matter down to the superstring length and thus possibly access other dimensions. And this is what you will see with these extraterrestrials who are able to blink in and out of this dimension as they go back into their own dimensions, or as you see on the Flash, the TV series Flash, the cartoon um, taken from the DC cartoon or comics, they show you um, multiverses or or what they call parallel planets or parallel um, worlds. However, we must stress that there's only informed conjecture, and frankly, we will never know what type three civilization will be able to do until we either become one or encounter one. Right, so here you have humans are not from Earth, as we just finished showing you. Ellis um, Silver, PhD. Right? He said the human genome, the genetic codes in every human cell contains 23 DNA molecules, which contains from 500,000 to 2.5 million nucleotide pairs. DNA molecules of this size are 1.7 to 8.5 centimeters long when on coil and about 5 centimeters on average. You have about 100 trillion or 76 trillion actually cells in your body. So if you stretch the DNA in the cells out end by end, they will stretch about 744 million miles. The moon is only about 250,000 miles away. So all your DNA will stretch to the moon and back almost 1,500 times. The sun is allegedly 93 million miles away, so your DNA will stretch 
there and back about four times. Interestingly, not more than 1.5% of the human genome contains DNA that actually help, uh-oh, see this, help build us. That maps for proteins, as it is called. All right, so check out what it just said. Only 1.5%. The other 98.5% is junk. All right? Mostly melanin. And the non-coded 42 amino acids. Or the 42, um, yes, amino acids, which would give you 64. 22 plus 42 is 64. Premutations of DNA. All right? And this is accumulated through the evolutionary process. For example, 90% of the yeast genes has counterparts in humans, and there are 223 genes in humans that match those in bacteria but aren't found in intermediate, intermediate organisms. Apparently, these genes jump directly from bacteria to human or vice versa. So this 233 alien genes plus 4,000 plus genetic defects in humans. So this is when we get into the fact of, let's say, a third civilization, type three civilization, where has the ability to span entire galaxies, having colonized all the stars by waves after waves of interstellar craft. They can harness the power of galaxies, right? So... 14 billion years ago is, or 13 billion, 700,000, 700 million, all right? So here we have suggested origin of the universe as we see it from this dimension, right? So everything basic of the origin of the universe, energy, origin of everything, the energy of the origin of the universe, failure of space. Of um, uh, the so-called before the Big Bang, multiverse, vacuums, fields, space, time, um, so forth and so on. All of that existed during this time period. Proto galaxies, 100 million years, so forth and so on. You had 13 billion years ago, or 13 billion 200 million years ago, formations of the earliest known galaxy. All right, you have 12 billion years ago, the clusters of galaxies, structures of the universe. You have, check this out now, 4,680,000,000 years ago, formation of the Earth, the solar system, sun, all right, so forth and so on. And 4 billion years ago, the oldest rock, all right. Now, all of this is, now, so, so all of this is already formed. However, when you get the book Forbidden Archaeology, The Hidden History of the Human Race um, by Michael Cremore and Richard L. Thompson, and you get... Strange Artifacts, a source of ancient man compiled by William R. Corliss, volume M, one, right? We know that in the book, um, Forbidden Archaeology, he says, in this book, so controversially that it is literally shaking the very foundation of mainstream archaeological science, David, um, Dr. Richard L. Thompson, a Cornell University PhD, right? And mathematician and his research associate, Michael Cremo, have meticulously documented and scientifically verified human-made 
archaeological artifacts so ancient that it's literally shattered all known to this world, archaeological time scales and frames of references. So this is what this um, lecture is about, is because we are here to sh continue the shattering and show you how you existed, all right? Not hundreds, thousands, millions, but billions of years into trillions of years, as Onibilash Muhammad said. This well-researched 828-page study entitled, or titled, Forbidden Archaeology, The Hidden History of the Human Race, upset so many mainstream archaeologists upon its initial release in 1930, um, 1993 that it was banded from the Archaeological Research Center of various universities and other archaeological research institutions. Notwithstanding the fact that no archaeologist has been able to successfully challenge the findings of, in the book, they have not been able to. Because over the past 200 years, the scientific establishment has selectively ignored, suppressed, and forgotten some remarkable artifacts and bones that contradict the um, dominant view of the human origin and, and, and um, antiquity. Evolutionary prejudices serve as a source of informational filtering system that has left us with a radically incomplete set of facts for building our ideas about human origin. The, hum the hidden history of the human race is a call for change in today's arbitrarily rigid mindset, deploying um, an unexpectedly great number of convincing facts deeply illuminated with crit um, critical analysis. Readers will find themselves compelling to compelled to rethink our understanding of human origin, identity, and destiny. This is what we're going to do. Because right? everybody wants, you know, this is a challenge to um, Darwinism in which that is um, within there. You know, within um, the book Forbidden Archaeology and the Hidden History of the Human Race. Just a dozen years after Charles Darwin published The Origin of Species in 1859, a growing number of scientists and other educational persons considered it impossible, indeed laughable, to suppose that humans were anything other than the modified descendants of an ancestral line of ape-like creatures. According to Darwinists, the first undisputed fossil evidence for life on Earth goes back about 2 billion years. They say that the first ape and monkey appeared about 40 to 50 million years ago. The first ape man called the Australopithecus, who was found in Africa, I might add, so really that's a misnomer, should be um, Afri um, African Loipithecus, if they're going to say that, about 4 million years ago. Right? United Watch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Indeed. Thank you. Thank you. Please appreciate that um, chat. Terry. Thank you, Terry. Thank you, Brother Terry. She said, United Unawapian Nation of Moors Forever. Unity is the key, and sacrifice is hard, but it's needed for the next generation. Indeed, it is. All right, so right here, these who follow by other eight men called Homo hapilis, Homo erectus, and the Neanderthal, right? The first human beings of moderate type Homo sapiens sapiens appeared only 100,000 to 200,000 years ago. This is what they said. Civilization, according to modern scientists, is less than 10,000 years old. Those who blindly follow Darwin's idea on human evolution do not see the patterns of suppression inherited in scientific investigation. However, Michael A. Cremore and Richard L. Thompson, Dr. Richard L. Thompson, um, of the um, Baki um, 
that um um that uh, NATA um the NATA um institute investigated hundreds of scientific reports showing that humans or near humans were living millions of years ago in the Pleistocene, Mesocene, and earlier periods. This evidence was not regarded as an anomalous by scientists who introduced it in the late 1900s and um, or 19th and early 20th century. Since they are compelling theories of human origin, they are compatible with this evidence. Then with the development of the modern theories that humans like ourselves evolved within the past 200,000 years in the late Pleistocene, um, this evidence becomes highly unacceptable and it vanishes from sight. Forbidden archaeology, the hidden history of the human race, represents a representative sample of this anomalous um, evidence suggesting that humans have been on the earth for millions of years, just as the ancient Sanskrit writings of the Vedic literature describe. The Vedic histories inform us that the humans have existed since the beginning of the day of Brahma, almost two billion years ago. Credo and Thompson concluded that even the conventional accepted evidence does not offer a, co- a cohesive picture of the missing link. Indeed, the um, 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 the um, um, multiplicity of, of um, pro- proposed evolutionary linkages among the human um, hominids in Africa suggests a very confusing scheme of human evolution. They call for a drastic revising of the new dominant assumption about human origin. And this is what we're going to do tonight um, and tomorrow night, because we're going to keep going until we finish this whole presentation. All right? There's 400 slides on here, so we got to get it. All right? So this is um, our way of ending all debates about the origin of people on the planet, whether the so-called pale man how beyond white man comes from, the Asian, so forth and so on. But as you see, first we have to deal with you because you are the oldest people um, on the face of the planet. All right? So, all right, D. Brown, appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for that super chat. That's what I'm talking about. Much appreciation to um, to the good people that are, you know, that is, you know, getting something from this presentation. All right? So here we have um, 4 billion to 3 billion years ago. Um, we have cells, bacteria, photosynthesis, bacterial diseases, bacterial spores, viruses, all of these things. But then all of a sudden, two and a half billion years ago, and, and notice how we are using timelines. All right. This is what will be in this presentation that you've never seen before is the use of timelines and show you where everything happened and occurred and what happened during that time period with humanity. All right. So. Two point five billion years ago, actually two point eight billion metal engineered spheres of unknown origin found in pre-Cambrian rock dated to two point eight billion years ago. Hundreds of spheres, matter of fact, about 200 of them, approximately about three centimeters or so in diameter. Some are etched with three parallel grooves running around the equator have been found. Two types of spheres have been found. One is composed of solid bluish metal with flakes 
of white. The other is hollow out and filled with a spongy white substance. And they said that the only way in which that these could have been made was in zero gravity. Zero gravity. And so we know for sure that some type of humanoid made these because who in the hell was smoking metal 2.8 billion years ago? Okay, all right, that's what I thought. Not based on this science. Not based on this science. All right, so here we have from that time, supposedly the great oxygen poisoning 2.4 billion years ago. All right, that means when oxygen was more than 35% content as compared to now is dwindled down to 21%. And if with the pollution... Um, continuing as it is, it might go down to 17, and if it reaches 15, um, 15, uh, what will happen is that we will all suffocate. All right? That's that's what will happen. All right? So, so this is another example of these fears, and this is actually what it said in the book. A groove sphere from the Precambrian um, South African mine have hunt, found hundreds of metallic spheres well underground, at least one of which has three parallel grooves running around it, around the equator. According to scientists, the spheres are found in um, phyrophilic rock, which is mined in Western Transville, South Africa. So here it is in South Africa. We have found the oldest relics on the planet which is 2.8 billion years ago. My assumption is that Europeans, who is called African, or African, all right, Africanen, whatever they call themselves, were not there 2.8 billion years ago. So that leaves them out since they've only been on the planet 6,000 years. And we'll get to that. The spheres are not natural objects, and their origin is unknown. They obviously was created by intelligent beings. Yes, very intelligent beings. A word, straight panther. Appreciate that. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. Now go to the final call. The final call, right? Undeniable truth. This is by Robert Muhammad, right? Who's found some fascinating information, the same information that we just dropped on. He speaks about it in the final call. All right? He's a Chicago-based freelance writer and member of the Nation Islam. But Brother Muhammad speaks about the same information. All right? So in intelligent, what was it right here? He says intelligent indeed. Because if we take what we have learned from Arnold Elijah Muhammad, what have been discovered in the fields of molecular genetics. Oh, thank you, um, Brother Clifton. Brother Bay, appreciate that. Much respect. Much respect. So we take what we have learned from Arnold Elijah Muhammad, what we have been, been discovered in the field of molecular genetics and add to the evidence, in this case, we begin to see a picture emerging from technology, technologically advanced black people in what is called Africa, who had mastered the metallurgical um, sciences, the science of separating and combining metals close to three billion years ago, literally billions of years before the Triassic and the Jurassic periods of the so-called dinosaurs. Wow. Even the dinosaurs weren't even on the planet. 
when we was doing these types of things. Isn't that miraculous? So this is why the so-called reptilians are not the oldest species on the planet. We are. All right? In 2005, James Sidney discovered a giant fossilized footprint embedded in billions of year old rock granite in California. Billions of years old. Billion years old granite. A footprint in California, Cleveland National Forest. Okay? Now, you don't believe of our existence that we already had technology way beyond the out beyond billions of years ago and we talking about the third civilization well we have proof that there was a mothership found on the dark side of the moon um in 1971 by nasa all right with two anunnaki and empresses pilot um spacecraft over a billion years old full of gold oh thank you um Oh, Thompson, thank you. Thank you, Thompson. Thank you. Thank you, goddess. Appreciate that. Much respect. All right, so right here it says, full of gold, advanced technology, test two beings during Apollo 14 through 21 mission. So ancient history of the golden skin, you have the golden skin of the sand tribes, who's known as the world's most ancient race trace in DNA study. Actually, uh, is not they're not the oldest. The Bushmen are not the oldest, or, um, but they are connected to the oldest people who are the Twa people. Um, but they, they, we'll get to that. But um, which is also connected to the gods, all right? Which the ancient Egyptians, the Atlanteans, um, and the um, ancient Lemurians all was part of that science. But but that's another story. We get to all of that. But here it is: 1.5 billion years ago, gold-skinned woman. Um, spacecraft found on the moon, all right? Ancient Egyptian texts um, say that the gods and the um, goddesses have gold skin. Over 1.5 billion years ago, gold-skinned people came to Earth in these huge um, spaceships, all right? Um, 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 com. all right? Here is the sister right here, right? Them lips, the locks in her hair, all right, the broad nose, obviously melanated, a sister. And this dates back. This is how they found her. She had these apparatus attached to her lips, nose, well, mouth, um, her eyes, as well as also her third eye, as you see here. This so-called black woman body was found on the moon. They could never talk to you about it. Why? Because... It dates back to one billion years old. One billion years old. Matter of fact, 1.5 billion years ago. Right? And overstand now, um, we're talking about probes, not necessarily scientists. Right? Because right? we can't really say that they actually went to the moon themselves. All right? I'm sorry. But they did do probes. They did send space probes up um, to collect information, no types of things, no doubt about it. But on the footage, they'll try to show you 
as if the Albions was uh, was scientists inside of the spaceship and all these different types of things and all this. Um, I can't say that one way or another. I personally don't believe because I know that um, they don't have melanin to go beyond the Van Allen belt, you know, and that you have to be, um, matter of fact, the melanated woman is the best, um, has the best possibility of being able to go beyond the Van Allen belt. Well, not only she's melanated, but the density of her bones um, is just right in order to actually um, go through um, the Van Allen belt. Now, overstand now, um, many of the flat earthers say that there is water in space, which, I mean, it makes sense because they find, they are finding water on all of the planets. And they've also found water on comets, so forth and so on. So uh, we, we know that these things are true, right? So we have Dr. Khaled Mohammed, the general, all right? The general, Dr. Khaled Mohammed. He says, Africa is not our home. Africa is our throne. And from our throne, we ruled our home, which is 196,940,000 square miles of the planet Earth. You want to claim a spot or the whole damn thing. Well, we want the whole thing. So we know that Pangea, in which that occurred um, around 200, um, it says form, it says right here, the most recent of the series of supercontinents on Earth formed around 270 million years ago and broke apart about 200 million years ago. So within 70 million years, um, it broke, um, broke apart. The continents now, as we now know it, broke apart. And it says this, this is Pangea begins to break up, right? Um, this is from BBC News. And it says, at the time, most of the dry land on Earth was joined into one single land mass that covered nearly a third of the planet's surface. The giant ocean that um, surrounded the um, continent is now known as um, um, Pandalacia. And it says, it goes on, all right? It says, is this premium mass extinction which wiped out an estimate of 96% species about 248 million years ago was a major event during this time. So this is when we get the so-called um, flood story from not 6,000 years ago. We're talking about the actual flood story in which that happened during a premium um, mass extinction, which wiped out 96% species. All right. Here, this into, as we know, the land broke up into um, this, as we know, and actually the map um, in which that we always see is actually upside down. All right, this is more so of a real map, and actually the Makeda map as um, actually Africa is actually five times larger than the United States. Right, you can actually set the United States in Africa five times. Right. This goes back to Pangea, which that um, is spoken of within Chapter 47, Egypt, the capital empire of the domain of Africa. And it speaks about old man Cush, and it says to divide the land between the father and son, the domain of Cush, northeast and southeast Africa, and northwest and southwest was his family or father's domain, dominion of Africa. In later years, many of the brothers from Asia and the Holy Land sojourned there, um, joined them. 
The Moabites from the land of Moab who received permission from the pharaohs of Egypt to settle, inhabit Northwest Africa. It was the founders and the true possessors of the present Moroccan Empire with their Canaanite, Hittites, and Amorite brothers who sojourned from the land of Canaan seeking new homes. Their dominion and inhabitants, or habitation extended in Southwest Africa um, across Great, look at this, Great Atlantis, even unto the present North, South, and Central America, and also Mexico and the Atlantis Islands before the Great Earthquake, which caused the Great Atlantic Ocean. All right? So he's telling you that we already existed on the land masses um, prior to 270 million years ago. And he's right. Based on forbidden archaeology, what we just finished seeing, all of this is proven. All right? So here you have the Peter's projection map, which is a true representation of the land um, area and the size of the continents and countries. Then you have the Mercator um, projection, incorrect, false representation of the land mass. And as you see here, um, you know, um, Greenland um, is gigantic, right? Large as Africa on the Mercator map. No, wrong, all right? So here you have an overlay and see how um, deceptive that the Albion has been concerning the world map. We know that China, India, West Europe, East Europe, Mexico, and the United States, and Iberia, and Japan can all fit in Africa. All right? Just that simple. All right? Just that simple. All right? So we talk about earth um, grids. We talk about ley lines. We talk about the fact that that, that with these earth grids and ley lines, even when you show, or even when we have, we know that the pyramids are set up in the center of the earth, in the Giza Plateau. This is what we've been taught. You can get the Nile Valley contribution to civilization by Anthony T. Broda. He stakes it in there. So we know that the Giza Plateau, the three pyramids, all right, was set up in the center of the earth, in particular of Cheops or Khufu, was set up in the center of the earth, the largest one. All right, so we know that Africa had to have been, um, based on the ley lines and as well as also of the earth grade, a powerful area to have to incarnate into. And there's many other areas to incarnate into, but that definitely was one. So we have the original Australians, the original Asians, the original people of Latin descent, the original Philippines, or Filipinos, Filipinos, um, the original Indians, the original people of India, all right, the Gerara. Um, so we have all of these people, all right, um, all the dark-skinned people. And we're talking about near the equator, all right, near the equator. Now, this is when you get into... Charles Darwin's information, and we're going to see how you'll see how we knock this shit out the box. You have the Australoid Pithesis, you have the um, Zinjanthropis, you have the um, Homo habilis, you have the Homo um, Rudolph, Rudolph Hindus, you have the Homo Egaster, and the Homo Erectus, all right. And all of this is talking about um, stage one, you have the Homo habilis found in East Africa. Stage two, Homo erectus, upright human being. You have the Homo um, Hildeberg, um genesis, um, 
You have the Homo um, Neanderthal um, lensis. Um, you have the Cro-Magnon, all right? And the Cro-Magnon man, you know, is supposed to be the Homo sapien. And this is where the split happened. Homo sapien um, produced the wise being, supposed to produce the Cro-Magnon and the Neanderthal as they stay here, which is stage three from 200,000 B.C., all right, all it is, Cro-Magnon, um, Homo sapiens sapiens, wise, um, wise human. By 30,000 BCE, they replaced the Neanderthals. Why? Well, <clears throat> we find that uh, this here is Lord Pi, and he wrote the book, everything in, which, everything in which that you've been taught in history is wrong, all right? And this is going to be the last part for tonight's um, lecture, but definitely we're going to get into the rest of this and we're going to tie all this information together, I promise. So literalists, um, creationists who measure creation in terms of seven days and 7,000 years or human duration is 6,000 years, adding up all the begats of the Old Testament, simply are trying to fit facts in their predetermined requirements. Yet rock strata, pollen, um, astronomical Relationships, half-lives, DNA, and numerous indicators are testified to millions of years, billions of years, and iniquity, antiquity. Um, despite the reportings of Christian, or creationist Kent um, Harvin, perhaps there is a place for divine creation, but not for the form that is generally um, pro- um, profit. The validity of Pi's rejection of evolution is not all that complex and well simplified to either further of this principle. No macro evolution has ever taken place. All right? It has never taken place. All right, so um, this leaves us only with micro evolution. So um, the simple modification of size and shapes of a beak, but not the change of the gills or wings, for that matter, even the change of a bacterium. A bacteria mutates, but they do not alter from being a parasite that find food for themselves, they remain essentially the same for billions of years. Only microevolution takes place. So I say that in order to go into question and answering. Um, Have you ever heard of the Minoans? Yeah, the Minoans, yes, of course. Of course. Mm-hmm. Did you have a question about the Minoans? Do you have a question? How do you spell Chikori? Chikori. Um, the Chikori. Um, C-H-I-T-A-U-R-I. Chikori. Right. I believe that was right. If not, um, I'll show it. I'll, I'll, I'll show it on another slide. The Chikahori. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Uh, I said okay, okay. All right, so come back tomorrow. We'll be getting in. It's going to be between 8 and 9. Um, that's the time that we're starting to do these um, classes now, between 8 and 9. So um, that's that's what we're going to try to do between 8 and 9. All right? So we're going to say peace to everyone. We love you all. And as we always say, continue now for days, weeks, months, years to come. We're moving towards our most cherished goals of health, wealth, knowledge of ourselves, protection and security, all good things in life, full contentment and better economic conditions. Every action, enterprise, and endeavor in which we wish to be involved is bringing increasing rewards, positive. We're experiencing more and more joy, more and more and more joy much more frequently. 
we are successful and have abundance, so much so that we are able to help share with those who are sincere along the way. We're moving closer towards the oneness of God and goddess and the full release of our higher inner self. Ashe. Peace. We out, y'all. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.